welcome back to the Happier and Healthier Podcast with Nest. My name is Bridget Lavin. I am your host, and I am so excited to be back on the podcast. Today, I am recapping a Lunch and Learn with Andre Simino on Money 101. This Lunch and Learn was so amazing, mostly because nobody ever taught us about money. I think back into grade school and high school, nobody ever taught us how to do taxes, nobody taught us how to save. At least for me and my upbringing, I really didn't get the education around money that I wish I would have gotten. And so it was just really, really refreshing to have someone come in and speak on money in a way that was understandable and digestible and practical. And so I really, really enjoyed this talk and I'm excited to recap it for you. I have three main general takeaways and three kind of practical takeaways that I want to share with you. So the first thing that he brought up was that money is really just energy. If you think of currency, the word currency even comes from the word current. Current is energy. Money is energy. And so he invited us to think about how we interact with this energy. Um, One of the questions that he brought to mind was, if you went on a date with money, would money want to go on a second date with you? What is your energy towards money? Are you rude to money? Are you nice to money? Do you have negative ideas about it? And if so, that kind of energy is you having that kind of energy is going to affect your relationship with money because at the end of the day, money is just energy. Um, So I thought that that was really, really, really interesting. The other thing he talked about was how language matters, not just our energy around money, but our words, how we speak about money really plays a difference into you know, whether or not we can receive or whether we're having a blockage for the money. So saying things like, oh, I can't afford this actually blocks us from being able to afford it. Whereas maybe there's a pair of shoes that you really want and you can't afford it, but you know that it's not maybe the best move rather than saying, I can't afford these, relanguaging that to say, I can, I'm just choosing not to. I thought this was such a little easy trick to do to help us you know, think about how we speak about money, the energy we're putting off around money, and that these little things can actually make a difference into whether or not we can manifest money, whether or not we receive money, or whether or not we have a blockage there. So affirmations really matter. Recognizing money as energy is important. The other thing that he talked about was the $5 coffee. Now, he did have a nice grease board and showed pictures, which makes this a little easy to understand, but I'm going to do my best to recap it with words. Basically, the idea is that your $5 coffee could turn into a half a million dollars. If you are taking that extra $5 a day and putting it into a savings account or you're putting it into what he calls an index account that has 8% interest, In 40 years, that $5 coffee will be worth $500,000. And, you know, he's like, and if you do $10 coffee, if you get the large venti drink and it's actually $10, then that would be a million dollars. And so I thought this was really interesting, not just because, oh, we can take a little bit of money and put it away each day to save, but also back to the energy and language piece. It's like, how are you treating that coffee? Are you really enjoying that coffee? Is it bringing you happiness? Does it feel like a million dollars worth of coffee? He says that it's okay if you want to spend $10 a day on coffee, but make sure you're enjoying that coffee because make sure you're choosing to really want to spend money on that coffee because it could turn into a million dollars if you if you decided not to buy the coffee. Um, so another trick to help us with this is to ask ourselves, 
Um, how do we feel after we spend money on something? So similar to the way that we interact with our food, asking yourself when you eat something, did that feel good? Do I feel sick? Do I feel bloated afterwards? Or is that really satisfying? Would that feel really healthy? Um, ask yourself the same questions about money. After you spend money on it, did you feel good about it? Were you excited about whatever you spent money on it? Did it feel like an equal energy exchange? Or are you feeling a little negative in your energy about it? Are you feeling bitter that you spent money on it? Um, or are you having negative language around how you spilled money on it? Like, oh, I wish I didn't have to spend money on this, or I wish I wouldn't have bought that coffee, right? It's, it's really important when it comes to money because it is energy and because we, most of us, I'm thinking, are wanting to manifest and create more abundance and receive more, that we're speaking and languaging and we, are, we have the energy that is open and receptive to receiving money and to inviting more money into our, our life. So again, I go back to that date question he asked. If money went on a date with you, would money want a second date? Would money want to go on a date with you? How are you treating it? How does it feel for you to be in the energy of money? Some of us are so uncomfortable at a certain financial state that when we start to go above that abundance state, we have negative thoughts around it, which blocks us again from receiving more. There's a statistic that most of us won't break through the financial state that our parents are at. So where your parents are at and their, and their money is kind of where you're going to end up. It takes a lot of effort to break through that. And it's not just like the physical effort, physical effort of work and working the nine to five job. A lot of it has to do with just mentally getting ourselves unstuck from our negative thoughts about money and our negative energy around money. So those were three of my main takeaways that I think are very general and I, I think are a little bit new to a lot of people, understanding money as energy. But he did also offer some really great practical advice that I want to bring to you as well. And the first piece was know where you are, know how much you're spending on. and. I will admit I hate budgeting. I hate writing down a list of everything that I have to spend money on every month. I really just, I've, I've avoided it. But he gave a great trick for if you're unsure where you're at, if you're unsure where you're spending money or spending extra money, take a fast. Try not to spend money for a whole day, if you can, maybe two or three days. And it's usually then that you start to realize where you were leaking out that extra $5 of coffee here or that extra you know, $10 donut. I don't know why a donut would be $10, but you start to see where you might have spent money on or where you wanted to spend money on, but that you actually didn't need to. So taking an accurate evaluation of where your money is, what you're spending it on, outside of just your, your rent and your insurance and things like that, um, is really, really important. He gave a really beautiful analogy, simple, about a map, right? If you think about Google Maps, before you can go anywhere, you have to first put in where you're located now. And so knowing where you're located now with your money is super important. And then the second practical step is to know where you want to go, right? Google Maps isn't going to take you where anywhere if you don't put a destination in it. So you want to put in where you want to go. And he recommends writing it down. So if you're wanting to save up a million dollars in the next 20 years or maybe the next five years or you know maybe you're ambitious, maybe 
by next year. You want to have a million dollars. Go for it. I support this. Write it down. Write down the number one million dollars. And there's something about you know seeing that on paper, starting to visualize it, that helps change our mindset to believe that we can actually get it. So write it out. Write out what you want. Um, and don't be scared to dream. He talked about taking a sheet of just like white computer or letter paper, folding it into 16 squares so that if you unopen it, if you open it back up, there's 16 squares on one side and 16 squares on the other side, which adds up to 32. And he recommends writing 32 dreams in those squares. So it could be, I want a million dollars. I want my salary to be this. I want this amount of money in savings. And it doesn't all have to relate to money. It could be, I want to write a book. I want to go on a vacation. I want to buy that house. I want to do this. And he says that when teenagers do this, they have no problem filling up both sides of the pages. In fact, they usually want a second page because they have so many dreams. And that's because they have an open mindset. They haven't had anyone tell them that things aren't possible. So one of the things to break out of our money mindset, of, of negative mindset or negative money energy is to allow ourselves to dream again, to kind of think beyond the restrictions or uh, the ideas that society has put, us, put on us of what is possible and just dream. Give yourself permission to dream. Give yourself permission to write out 32 things that you want, that you desire in this life and write them on paper. Um, and then the very last practical tip that he offered was to educate yourself. As I mentioned in the very beginning, unfortunately, a lot of us did not receive education around money. I did not receive education on money. I still need help with my taxes from a tax advisor. And, and so he's, he talked about how in this day and age with YouTube, there's tons of tutorials and online material for free that we can, we can access and help us with our budgeting and help us with our financial planning. Um, he obviously is available. So again, his name is Andre Simino. He works with Kristen Lavelle. If you're curious about working with them, you can always email and contact us and we can put you in contact with them. They offer a Money 101 class two times a month for free on Zoom that you can take anywhere in the world. And so if you're interested in that, again, you can email us. Um, but yeah, if you're interested about money, if you're wanting to grow your money, one of the most practical things you can do to begin is to educate yourself on money. Learn about what the different types of accounts there are. His Money 101 class also included a little information on index accounts and financial living benefits versus life insurance. What is the difference between living benefits and life insurance? He also talked about um, accounts that you can set up that don't have to have be taxed, so non-taxable accounts. All these things that, again, I had no idea about, but there is information on it. You just kind of have to seek it out yourself. A lot of times the information is free. It's just that little extra step of trying to find it. So if, again, if you need help finding it, don't be shy to reach out to us. We'd love to send you in the right direction. And yeah, these are my little tips from the Money 101 talk that we had. It really was super informative and I hope that you find it helpful with you and your finances. Um, I am so looking forward to our next podcast is going to be on conscious communication with Brian Bowen. Hopefully we'll be releasing that soon and we have a lot of other great podcasts coming up on health and wellness and really just getting those basic small tips that help serve us on our journey because really when it comes to health and happiness and wellness, all of those little steps make a really, really really big difference. So thank you so much for listening in today. We look forward to having you um, tune in next week.